Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Ming and Mike Show. This is episode number 54, I believe. Very special episode. Packed up all my gear, ditched Mike at home, <laughs> flew out to L.A. and uh, podcasted from my favorite podcasting location, the Sunset Marquee Hotel in West Hollywood, California. I get down and I talk about one of my favorite topics, uh, the conventions, the Comic-Cons, and I get to talk about it with one of my favorite people in the world, Lainey Labins. Hi. Who's right here. She is a convention uh, booking agent. Yeah. Is that correct? And we, we get we get down and dirty about We did. We were, you know, the, we were so nice about it, but... Yeah, uh, there's, there's, I mean, there's a lot of positives, yeah. obviously. And then there, I thought there, of another story I wanted to tell that I forgot to tell. There are a couple of negatives. You can tell it. This is just tra- now very I for, informal Now intro, I forgot what it was. Oh, okay. Yeah. Way to be a tease. I know, I know. Welcome to LA, everybody. I know, I know. Welcome to LA, the land of... Of, of I know the land of oh sure that sounds great it's never gonna happen right oh, yeah yeah let's do lunch and yeah, then you never right. yeah <laughs> and then and then you never do uh, oh. but I was uh, honored to have you join me at the Sunset Marquee I've been thank you for having me it was a blast of course I've been podcasting there once once a year for the last four years so it started wow. out as like wow I'd love to yeah. podcast here and then I was like well why not just throw the throw the mics in a bag yeah bring a recorder throw the mics but not the mic. Yes, <laughs> I, I've invi- I've invited him, and one year it almost happened, but oh. he, had to, he had to he had to get back and go to work. So. Oh man! Yeah, but it, it <laughs> literally is. If you want to do something, just 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 do it. Just do it. Yeah, yeah that's I'm, my philosophy. I'm proof positive. Yeah, and, um, the me toughest too. part is uh, actually it wasn't even really that tough. Was lining up guests in L.A. You know, from the convention world, yeah. everyone's in L.A. Yeah, picked a central cool location, and they they all came out. I mean, it and was, if you ever need, if you ever want more guests, just let me. I mean, I can. Oh really? Yeah, that's you know, not through a your problem. world. Through my world, yeah. Okay. I can easily. I'm sure Ricky would come to it. Ricky would. Yeah, the new the new star of American Gods. Yes. Airing on Stars in April. Ooh, that would be that would be cool. He would do it. Yeah, and He's my the greatest. my thing about podcasting, everyone can Skype or call in. I really oh, like cool. doing it face to face. Yeah, yeah. So it's whenever possible, <laughs> do it face to face. So Katrina was awesome. Yes, if you when you listen to this, uh, there there will be there may be a little odd break in the middle, and that's because uh, Kat- our friend Katrina Law, <laughs> current star of Training Day on CBS, star of Arrow, star of Spartacus, uh, future star of Comic Book Men, <laughs> comes in, and um, so yeah, I might have to. I don't I don't like cutting. I might have to do a little cut there. You, you might hear her in the background a couple times. That's so funny. I can't wait but, to see her episode of Comic Book Men. Oh, is it it's, good? You will see our personalities come out. I and well. It's funny because people always ask me, like, people who watch the show, they're like, uh, so what are the guys like? And yeah. I'm like, I don't, oh, I said, I don't know. I don't, you know, so finally I watched a couple episodes and I was right. like, oh, so just they're themselves. <laughs> yeah, like, I was, you know, so now when people ask them, like, what you see on the show is what you get. Like, Brian does rip on Ming all the time yeah, in real and, life. And everybody else. And everybody else. Like yeah. in real life. Like in real life. Mike, Mike is Mike. Mike will. Mike is Mike. Mike yeah. is the knowledge but, guy. Will throw in some weird stuff. But he's really often. funny. We were talking yeah. about this yesterday. Yeah. You have to. You spend enough time around him, and you realize he's hilarious. It's just more subtle. Yeah. It's not as like like Brian gets a quick like he's funny and he gets a quick laugh. From he's just he's like, in and out, man. He's like a sniper. He is. He, he, is. Li- he is literally lying in wait, looking for that it, opening. Yeah, he is. Looking for your head to cross those crosshairs. Yeah. And like I just was thinking about it, Kamikaze that. <laughs> something horrible he said to me that I don't want to repeat, but it was really funny. Okay. It was, it was so... <laughs> yeah. I th- th- there were probably sexual acts involved in, in, in uh, the town of Big Bear, perhaps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. How low does your self-esteem have to be? <laughs> it's pretty, yeah. Anyway, it's a story for another podcast. <laughs> we'll, we, we, we'll tell that story 
Um, I don't. I don't believe any of us have told that story. Yet, oh so. yeah, you know he also comments on my Instagram sometimes. Like, it's just so weird. I. I and I, anyway, listen. I want to. I just want to let him know. Brian doesn't love. Brian doesn't like anything. Obviously, <laughs> as you know, Brian likes Lainey. Lainey, and, and for good reason. Lainey's a great person, very likable. But Brian, uh, we've worked with each other at cons. We've run each other at conventions. Yeah. Brian genuinely likes you. He's comment. He said he's he said it himself. So That's so nice. He I may even so listen to this. Oh, I hope he, he does. He doesn't listen to any of my shit. Hey, so. Brian, I hope you're listening. There you go. If that doesn't get you to listen, <laughs> then I don't know what will. I just love y'all so much. I always have so much fun. The we love you, you too. We think you're great. Well, thank you. The three of you have such varying personalities, and and they mesh really well together. And it's it's the kind of thing that if you didn't have a reality show, I would be like, you guys need a reality show. <laughs> well, yeah. glad it all worked out. Yeah, huh? um, yeah. So it's funny. My roommate, who isn't into anything nerdy at all, like yeah. she's a totally like she asked like we went to see Suicide Squad together. Oh my and, god, that must have been a mess. For and her. it was a mess. And she asked me to explain various parts of it, and I kind of like you know got on my nerd high horse and sure. like went off on a whole thing and about like yeah. how Killer Croc was my favorite villain, like my favorite. He's not even a villain. Anyway, I won't go into yeah, that. Yeah, I but imagine he was my though, favorite, right? Explaining Harley Quinn to someone who has no idea. Who right, she and is, that was the other thing. Tough. Like I was explaining it, and like I'm a very very passionate feminist. So I was trying to explain. I was like, Harley's actually, you know, she's a doctor. Like I was going on and on and on and. My roommate was like, okay, like, okay, yeah. And then she was like, well, now I'm getting mad. So we were talking about that. But anyway, so when she found out I was friends with you, she was like, I love comic book men. I was like, like you love comic book men? You don't like anything nerdy. She was like, no, no, no. It was me and my Josh, which is her ex-boyfriend. Um, she was like, it was our thing. We watched it. Yeah. And she was like, I love it. And so she's like, just tell them they can come to our house anytime. And that's yeah. a big thing. Maggie doesn't ever want anyone to come over. And she's wow, like, that's okay. But she's like, tell them they can come anytime. So, yeah. So then she's the one who made me watch the show. Well, not made me. I shouldn't say that. But she's the one that was like, no, hey, we should watch it. But I think it. you met me. I mean, you met me at a convention the show was on. But at that, yeah. after that, you're just kind of like, yeah, I... I I was always like, I'll check it out eventually, but I never right. gotten a chance it's, to. Yeah. So be- no pressure. And it's hard to watch because it's not on any streaming service no, for free. No, it, it, it was, but yeah, long story. <laughs> I just, uh, I, I don't know how these streaming services work. I, yeah. We will be back on Netflix at some point. I hope so, because yeah. we bought like three episodes. Oh, thanks. See, <laughs> yeah, that's you're great. welcome. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. We see none of that, but well, that's we okay. We gave you $3. But, 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 yeah, but go ahead and see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, that, yeah, uh, all kidding aside, I'm just glad you watched it. It's, um, it was great. I you, enjoyed you it. You see that it's, you can confirm yeah. that it's us. Yeah, that it's you. I mean, because, you know, there's, there's, I've, I've been behind the scenes of various reality things that I was up for two different reality shows at various points in my yeah. life, and it was a lot of like okay but this is it's a lot of structure right and it's a lot of this it's you but not you it's funny it's like well when do i get when does the reality reality come in when exactly. do i get to be myself like yeah. uh well yeah. you know just do this just do this right I, yeah you don't yeah and i can honestly say for the i mean a majority it's it, it is us it totally it totally is if, i mean it's all us but you know i, I you know i'll peel back the curtain um, yeah. you know it does nichelle nichols just happen to stop by right like, not okay exactly. maybe not that but, but once she's there bam right oh, there's no yeah yeah they're not they're not saying like do this do that to yeah. get a laugh like it's gonna be organic so um y'all should do an episode at a convention like not necessarily comic-con I, like we did one where we did a comic book we launched our comic book at oh, the baltimore comic-con that was fun oh really oh, yeah that was cool. a, that was that was cool but that was that was us, you know, launching a book. I would love. Uh, yeah, 
Everyone always says they want me to do a reality show about conventions. Yeah, I think it'd be pretty interesting. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple different... I mean, it would be... You know, I've thought about it, and I thought, you know, what what would be... It, I think what everybody wants is, like, the behind-the-scenes, sure. like, the nitty-gritty, the stuff that I don't... I can't talk no, if about. If you want to experience that, come to a con. Right, exactly. It, yeah, if you... But you that's know. what I was thinking. It could be a... It should be us. Okay, it'll be us, Ming. So it's me, our reality okay. show. And it's where we go to different conventions. Yeah. Different sizes, different right. conventions, different towns, and experience that convention. Yeah, and there's enough interesting things going on where totally. it would be interesting for 22 minutes. Exactly, exactly, yeah. Even a really small convention or a really big convention, like, there's always crazy stuff happening that would be d- worth documenting on a yeah. reality show. Yeah. I've got a name for it and everything. Yeah, all right, so let's just do it. Let's just do just it. Just like this, like going to the Sunset Marquee, <laughs> okay. setting up and podcasting. I think, okay. we could, I think we could just do it. I think we could, yeah. <laughs> we'll start with Comic Palooza in May. How about that? Okay. Comic Palooza, book our people. Book Ming, book my people. Yeah, get it. Yeah, we, we hope we we hope to come back and then, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get you guys on, a, on our future hit TV show. Yeah, it's going to be great. I think AMC is going to like it. Yeah. Or MTV. It could be an MTV reality show. Uh, I'll do that. VH1's got good ratings. There you go. We'll come on after uh, Black Ink Chicago or <laughs> uh, What's It Love It Hip Hop. You know what? I don't watch all the reality TV, but I kind of recently got hooked on Little Women LA. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's it's interesting. It I, is. And I see it like... And they're mean. They're, yeah. They're so mean. They're so mean. And they're... Yeah, I know. That's the thing is... I don't know. I didn't have a lot of friends growing up. So when I see like groups of friends and they're mean to each other, I'm like, just be nice, guys. Yeah. Come on. Just be Seriously. nice. Seriously. That it's not, yeah, it's easier to make friends than, I don't know, why are you make yeah, why are you, stop why? yelling at each other. Right, stop, yeah, stop, be, stop, stop be fighting. So and then they start hitting, and I'm like, don't hit. No, yeah, that's not, no, no, oh, don't no. get physical. No. Oh, man. <laughs> well, if you want to hear the ins and outs of uh, our future TV <laughs> show, so on, uh, <laughs> uh, based on the nitty gritty of conventions, stay, t- keep, keep listening. Yeah. Keep listening, and uh, thanks for joining us. And without further ado, bam, let's go. Let's go. good choices with what i say <laughs> make good choices that is a quote from almost famous <laughs> and no one ever makes the good choices no one i just i mostly make the good choices yeah so hello everybody welcome to the sunset marquee i'm here with my my friend <laughs> my fashion icon <laughs> my not your prototypical convention agent friend laney labens everybody Hi. Somebody to go back uh, almost four. It'll be four years yeah. this, this year. Yeah, Comic Palooza four years ago. Yeah, we met in we met in Houston. Yeah, you were managing somebody. You're you're for anybody who uh, who doesn't know. Uh, you're a convention booking agent. Yeah, I call myself a public appearance manager. Yeah, and I thought we would talk the world of cons. It's something okay, that's sure. very much a part of my life right now. Whew. Like very much. Yeah. Me and too. <laughs> I think a lot of people listening right now, they go to cons, uh-huh. they attend them, they have fun, they get drunk, they yep. make friends, yep. Yep. they cosplay, whatever. But a lot of people don't know the ins and outs and the down and dirty stuff. Right, so the behind the scenes. The sure. behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. So back back when I was going to conventions as a kid, you would have maybe one or two guests. Yeah. And there would be maybe people from a TV show that you hadn't, hadn't been on the air for about 20 years. I remember seeing like a dude from The Love Boat. 
Oh, wow. Or yeah. maybe, you know, every time you would have maybe an Adam West. Right. If you were lucky, like that was, you know, that was great, right? Yeah. But back then, uh, they would sit at a table. They'd be by themselves. They may or may not have been charging money at the time. Uh-huh. Some, a lot of times they didn't. A lot of times you get a free autograph yeah. from, um, they were brought in to be an attraction to the convention itself. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know when it happened, but it, all of a sudden, one day, it just kind of gradually exploded into this huge business. Yeah, it used to be the kind of thing where your career went to die. Um, it was kind yeah, of like right? you got put out to pasture and the best you could do were maybe auto shows and like boat shows and conventions, the rare convention. Um, but a few years ago, it it not only switched, you know, a little bit, it completely switched to where now you're getting big people, you know, Chris Evans goes and does conventions. The, the Avengers. Like right, you the Avengers. You see a real-life yeah. Avenger. Exactly. Stanley Tucci did uh, Wizard World Philly, you know, so you're talking about, um, you're talking about people who are, you know, in not only in their prime, but a lot of them are just incredibly talented and incredibly successful actors. Um, and part of that is because the whole culture has changed. Uh, growing up, I got made fun of for everything now that people think is cool yeah yeah, I got chased around I had people steal my comic books right yeah I had people uh me me and my my little my little gang of friends would would get we we would get tortured yeah mercilessly yeah for liking Wolverine right and now it's like you know yeah the the guy you you know the guy you went to high school with that was a jerk is walking around in a Wolverine shirt and you're like when did that change I know it's great but when did that it changed it must have been right after I graduated I graduated from high school in 2009 so (laughs) it wasn't even that long ago yeah yeah we we knew right we we, We knew ahead of the curve we knew i just i I love how people people are constantly asking me in press interviews and stuff um you know what's it like now that comic books and pop culture and all this geek stuff and star wars is cool now i'm like what do you mean cool now it's always been cool it's always been cool that's why i liked it laney and i knew it (laughs) we knew and you guys are a bunch of jerks right exactly yeah i know it's funny because i the uh i went to san diego comic-con for work in i think 2013 and you know i'm posting pictures up and this girl that I went to high school with who I never had any run-ins with her but she was kind of like you know popular and not very nice especially I mean to people like me and she was there and I was like okay yeah. this has hit a totally weird point I know all those people with torches are begging for yeah. con passes exactly now. all the time all and I'm just like well time. I'm sorry uh, you know I'm, I'm I, I, I fulfilled my quota exactly sorry. you know what's super funny quick tangent story I there was a dude that I asked to homecoming in 10th grade like I went out on a limb I asked him and he didn't even respond to my message on Facebook okay? so not cool so not cool that's whatever but then about six months ago he messaged me on Facebook and was like wow your life's super cool like we should hang out sometime yeah, and right above his message was the message that I sent in 10th grade where he didn't even like to see if yeah. he wanted to go together it's like like, bro you had your shot right you totally yeah i was like sorry i don't even live in austin anymore you know have a nice life or whatever but it was just so it's so funny how it's it's so funny how it switched i always tell people when they're you know we talk about my life and the things that i'm doing i'm like well I know that eighth grade me would be really excited about yeah. what I'm doing. So even on my bad days, I'm like, well, eighth grade me is happy. So that's something to be <laughs> said for. Yeah, no problem. So that's, that, I mean, it's great that we, we, we won. It took a little while. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it took a few years, but we're here. We yeah. made it. So, uh, you know, back when I was going, uh, there were no convention right. agents there. You know, if you got booked, the guy would come by himself. He right. would like handle money yeah. himself if he did in fact even charge for an autograph. Right. It wasn't like it is now with the three-hour-long waits to get a photo of Norman Reedus, <laughs> with the five-hour-long waits to get an autograph from Stan Lee. 
And um, as such, I, at some point, it became like a million dollar business, yeah, or you know, at least tens of thousands or yeah. hundreds of thousands. And as such, I don't know when this happened, but any talent, the, the talent started getting better. Mm-hmm. Um, the reputation going yeah. to a con, uh, if you went, you weren't considered a, a husband anymore. Right. If you went, you were considered someone who was current right. and mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. And as such, uh, these people start bringing representation with them. Yeah. Yeah, which yeah. I, I knew nothing about. We started doing Comic Book Men. We, our first show premiered February 2012. Wow. And still going on, thank God. Uh, knock on... Knock on wood. Knock, knock on wood here at the Sunset Marquee. <laughs> It's wood. This, okay, that, it's this, de- that's not wood. That's that not what wood. you just this knocked is, on. This is wood. Okay, we're good. We're good. Yeah, and I, I, I knew about the convention world. Yeah. I had no, no idea that uh, this kind of money was exchanging hands until somebody introduced us to a convention booking agent, and she took a look at us and our status on the show yeah. and uh, sent us an email and was like, listen, I can, if you want to go to conventions, yeah, you can. I can I'll get you booked into these conventions. Yeah. You can make X amount, and if you want to do it, let me know. Yeah, I can. Uh, I will. I will represent you guys. And we saw the amount, and you it, said in, heck yes. <laughs> in the in in you know compared to the Stan Lees of the world, right. It's a drop in the bucket, right? But up until that point, we had no idea this world sure. of going to conventions as a guest existed. Yeah. And uh, I got together with Mike and Brian. Uh, Walt was out immediately. Walt, was, Walt was like, nope. Yeah, he's like, I don't want to do this. Is there flying involved? I'm out. Yeah, I, I, Walt doesn't fly. So Walt was like, do you have to fly these counts? And I'm not, no, I'm not going. Yeah. But we got together. We're like, hey, we have an opportunity. Uh, we'd like to do this as a group, though. And, do, you know, do you guys into this? Yeah. I, you know, you know me, I say yes to everything. Right, yeah. But especially, like, going to a con and getting, and I was like, wait a minute, though. Wait, I don't have to pay to get in? I'm going to get paid to go in? Yeah, wait, they give me a pass. Yeah. And then I was like, wait, wait, they, they buy the plane ticket? Yeah. They give you a hotel they, pay for a hotel it's a per diem yeah sometimes they give you uh the two greatest words in the latin language per diem they'll yeah. give you some money so you can eat that day yeah. or f- use it at the bar whatever yeah. it's up to you i'm Drink like heck all. yeah i want i want this yeah. and our our the first convention we went to was a walker stalker convention 2014 oh, in okay. chicago and okay. it was amazing <laughs> it was such an amazing experience and oh. from then on i, I was I was hooked. Yeah, you were like, this is it. Yeah, this is the but the representation part, uh, you know, so how it works, uh, mm-hmm. we have an agent, uh, whatever we make at the end, we give her 10%. Right. Which yeah. is nothing. Tell which me is, about it. <laughs> which is, well, okay, I mean, on your end. Yeah, sometimes but you're right. But uh, on, on our, you know, on yeah. our, from our perspective, we were like, oh my God, that's that's for all the work, yeah. the legwork that she does. Yeah. All the, you know, making sure we stay out of trouble. It's a, it, it's a wide and varied job to and get you, that 10%. you have a particularly great one so Juliet I do Juliet Terzieff she's the greatest uh, if you look up zombie survival crew that is the name of her company and she's been representing us for about three years now yeah and we've been we've been kicking some ass yeah um, she's awesome you know when we when we all show up when you all things, show up right. think things go pretty well I had no idea that you needed you know you, you don't need an agent but it right. helps you to it get helps. into as many shows as you, if you want to do them all if there's a particular yeah. big show that you want to get to show yeah do what she can he or she can to get you into that show but um, the agent thing though I thought was funny I was like well at some point uh, I guess these guys who were coming by themselves the Adam West or whatever were probably getting screwed somewhere yeah. where they needed this kind of protection mm-hmm. or this kind of representation or uh, just someone that would back you up and um, go to bat for you yeah. Yeah. So, how did you get into this weird wild world? <laughs> okay. So this is a uh, this is a crazy story. Okay. So I started doing. Do tell. Started doing conventions when I was fourteen. Okay. Um. I 
a nerd child growing up. Yeah. Um, and um, I got into, I'm a doll collector. Um, and I, I'm into a specific, very particular type of doll. The and high end Japanese high end, made, yeah, what is it called? Ball called joint? Ball jointed dolls. Yeah. Ball and the, dolls. the brand that I primarily collect, the company that I worked with was Volks. Um, they're a Japanese company and their, their dolls are called Super Dolphies. So I was collecting Super Dolphies and I started going to, there was a doll convention in Austin that yeah. I worked on. And so I was like, this is cool. And then I started, you know, branching out and I um, got asked to speak at anime conventions. Right. Um, so I was like, yeah. You know, I had a YouTube. I still have. I have a YouTube channel, and it was uh, primarily about the dolls and explaining different aspects of the hobby and stuff like that. And so, anime cons would have me speak and talk about them. And it's so funny because even at an anime convention, what my hobby was still fringe. Like mine was like fringe of the fringe. So oh like, sure, to yeah, me, it's very anime, niche. There's very niche, niche and then super niche. Exactly, and I was super niche. So I'd be walking, you know, through the convention hall with my dolls, and people would still like point and stare and laugh. And I'm like, where you're dressed? You're dressed like an like you have ears on and yeah. you're laughing at me yeah but whatever so there was still it's still totally like a hierarchy I yeah guess, still like a high you know you know nerds like sure. there's always like i'm you know i'm a cooler nerd than yeah, you or sure. like i'm a nerdier nerd whatever right. so i earned this I've, yeah i've like, earned this nerdness like, <laughs> exactly i'm like what Get are you talking here. about yeah, yeah, right? yeah. um so i so i was doing that and um one of my YouTube uh, followers wrote me and said, hey, there's this toy company. I, I would love if you do a review of their product. Uh, and so I was like, you know, I mean, I got emails like that all the time. Right. But, um, you know, it, it I only would really talk about things that were really with my brand and kind of the stuff I liked. And then I looked at it and it was totally something that I was like, I would love this. So one of the cons that I was speaking at, their distributor was there and I met him. And um, he saw what I did and stuff like that. And he was like, can I hire you to come be at the booth and, you know, stand around and help me basically sell these toys? Cause right. he's, so he's, you know what you're doing. You know right. what he's like, you know about. what you're doing. You work at a doll store. Like, you work at a doll shop. Yeah, you you're tour, comfortable you, in this yeah. environment. Right. Like you love toys. So I was like, all right, cool. So I was basically like, all right, I'll do it. You know, whatever, you know, give me some free products. Yeah. <laughs> so he did. Um, and so I started doing that and then I would be at the conventions and I like to dress up. I'm a big fan of Betsy Johnson. Anyone who's anyone who knows me or follows me on social media knows that clothing and shoes look I, her up coolest 60 year old <laughs> woman on the planet she might be pushing 70 at this point yeah betsy's the coolest yeah she's in her 70s um so i had a huge i have a huge collection of betsy johnson prom dresses so i got the idea to wear those and these vampire fangs because the toys were um little vampire babies yeah so I did that. Um, that just like blew up, and and so I was at cons taking pictures with you know I would take pictures with people in my costume, whatever. And then sometimes I'd go to an after party with celebrities or a VIP thing, and I would meet them, and I'd be like, "This is cool." I was in college. Um, I think I was a freshman, and I was like, you know. This is what I'm doing is fun, yeah. but there's no upward mobility. I was like, what can I do that would look really cool on a resume? Like, what can I do? All and right. so I, I would be at the cons, and I would see the people with the actors, and of course from the outside I'm like they're having a blast right and so I was like I can do that yeah so my my the guy I was working with from the toy company the Texas distributor um I he'd been doing cons for like 30 years he was a serious autograph collector and he got into the toys basically as an excuse to go to cons you know and not have to pay and there's always whatever. there's always an excuse right. yeah you always need an excuse. exactly you always you know and so he turned it into a business he's very much that way and so I said, we could do this. And he was like, I don't know. I was like, no, no, we can, you and I can totally do this. Cause we just hit it off. We're like totally 
when people before they get to know us, they think it's a totally weird relationship. Yeah, and then we're cut from the us. same cloth. Though. We're cut from the same. Okay. Totally. Yeah. Or if you're a Sensate fan, we're definitely in the same. Okay. You sure, know, same sure. cluster. Um, so yeah, so we were, so I was like, let's do it. And so he was like, all right, I'll follow you. You know, so he followed me. He was like Sam to my Frodo and he just right. followed me straight in just like head first. So you, in. you wanted to represent talent. I wanted to represent talent. I was like, just, I want to do just that. Just one day you woke up. Just one day I kind of was like, I can do that. And I'm the kind of person that when I want to do something, I'm just going to do it. I'm I've like, noticed that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But you're not, uh, you're not the stereotypical convention agent. I think uh, most not. of them are older. They're male. Yeah. Most of them are older. They're, male. Yeah. Yeah. They, I don't know. Some I, I've heard varied stories. I, I would love to podcast with all of them would, to find out how I they got into sh- this. Yeah, I think it would definitely there, be fascinating. There's some pretty interesting yeah. characters out there. Everybody has a different way that they got into it. Um, very few stories are alike. And, you know, when it came down to it, I always tell people um, the gr- the greatest lesson I've learned from this is fake it till you make it really does work. Sure. Um, because Yeah, act like you've, you've been there before. Yeah, and I... And just in the industry in Hollywood, it's very much a fake it till you make it kind of thing. My first client um, that I got, we we were just sending emails to websites. Like if we found an actor we thought would be good, we and he or she had a website, we would just send an email like to the what's, website. Like what's the pitch? Um, do you, uh, <laughs> the pitch has changed a lot, but it's okay. basically, it's basically, would you like to, uh, would you be interested in, um, you know, meeting fans, having the opportunity to meet fans in a controlled environment that's, you know, we're enjoyable and fun for everybody. Yeah, and make some money. Make some money and, you know, and if you have an upcoming project, it's a great place to promote it, especially if you, because what I learned what I learned later on is that not everybody has a publicist. You sure. know, sometimes publicists are pricey, whatever. So this is a really great way to do paid publicity in a way. In right. a way. So that was, you know, basically, basically that was the pitch. And um, the first, uh, one of our, our first client, he, he was on a book tour and he bit he was like sounds great he was like can i sell my books there and we were you like yeah sell whatever you want yeah so uh my very first show uh, in this position was dallas comic-con um and it's so i still have a really soft spot for that show because they gave us a they gave us a chance they gave you a shot they gave us a shot and it ended up being extremely good and extremely you know it just it kind of set everything into motion and right. uh here i am a few years later and i I really, really love my clients. Um, I love my little business that I've built. My company is called IDDS Management, which stands for I Don't Do Subtle Management. Um, My business partner, Daniel, we're still going strong. Um, He's like a dad to me. We're we're super close and uh, and it's it's awesome. And I have, I'm very lucky. My parents, my parents know that I'm I'm always just kind of kind of do me, <laughs> and so they've okay. been very supportive of that. So, uh, like the Queen says in Alice in Wonderland, sometimes I believe I would believe in six impossible things before breakfast. That's kind of how I've always kind of done everything and, and lived my life. And so, um, you know, as much whimsy as I can find and turn into reality is what I like to do. Right. <laughs> hey, hold on, I go. <laughs> In the house here. Hello. Oh my God. Hi, I'm Lee. This is my Hi, friend Lainey. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Feel free to chime. We're talking about the the ins and outs and the dirty uh the of convention. All the dirties of the convention. So Lainey here's a convention booking agent. Yeah. She's oh got most God. of the cast of the 100. Yeah. Um, we'll see. You have Makad Brooks from I, yeah, Supergirl. From Supergirl. I work with some people on Supernatural. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you got some pretty heavy heavy hitters. We're all right. We're small. We're boutique. We're boutique. Yeah. <laughs> we do our yeah, I'm going to Europe for the entire month of March, so yeah, doing we got, something right. We got Katrina <laughs> Law here. What's up, guys? Yeah, hello. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, every time uh, I've done this uh, th- four years now, I always come here once a year and I podcast right in this very spot. The last time I was here, Chris Hemsworth walked by, jumped in for a little bit. Did he really? He did. He, yeah. he was like, sure. Not. I mean, I'll it wasn't like that. It you? was kind of. Uh, I was with Max, who worked with Stan Lee, and oh, their okay. buddy, their buddy buddy. So they were. Yeah. They were like, what's, he was kind of like, what's going on here? This looks like fun. Yeah, see, Max is another one. I th- I'm pretty sure we have completely opposite origin stories. Like, I would love to know his origin story. I feel like my origin origin story is closer, is like Spider-Man, and his is probably like the Punisher. I don't know. The Punisher? Like, like his family got taken out <laughs> yeah, like, by I the gang, know. Yeah. and he decided to align with <laughs> and, Stan Lee. Yeah, and he was like, yeah that's a guy. God, why, I, I need to talk to him. So, uh, Max is a guy who's uh, Stan Lee's right-hand yeah. man. Yeah. And how he got to that position, I don't know. It's kind of shrouded in mystery. It, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, yeah. Yeah. I don't think, I'm not shrouded in, the thing is, people are always like, oh, good for you. You do that. Like, they don't take me seriously. That's my biggest problem is that um, it's a largely male-centric uh, environment. And so the promoters are primarily old white men and <laughs> they're really bad about taking me seriously. Or there are a lot of young white men that act like old white men. Or as that, well yeah, honestly, yeah. There's a look to promoters. And if I started naming some promoters, which I won't do, but if I started, you'd be like, wow, they do all look alike. Yeah. But, um, you but know. There, there are some pretty powerful female agents out there. Erin uh, Gray yep. is one of Aaron them. Erin Gray, uh, yeah. A little shout out to Erin Gray and Heroes yeah. for Hire. Uh-huh. Uh, Julia Terziev was my yep. agent. Who's, Julie Kaitlin Brown. Julie Kaitlin Brown. Um, there, there's some pretty powerful yeah. women out there who you, don't, you do not want to screw with. No, you don't. No, yeah. I've been in a room with a bunch of those ladies before, and I was like, yeah, this is, I mean, we're, we're the people who are getting shit done. <laughs> right. Scary, scary. Yeah, so are you enjoy? How long have you been doing this? Um, I started my company when I was 20, and I'll be 26 in May. You're, you're a nut. <laughs> well, who starts companies at 20 years old? Like? I just, you know, um, why do bumblebees fly? Because they don't know that they can't. So that's why, uh, okay. you know, so there you go. So I, um, yeah, so I, um, I had another thought that wasn't a metaphor. It was about that 20. Oh, I, yeah, but I say I, this to you all the time. Like, you know what I was doing when I was 20? What? masturbating and watching star wars and watching star wars yeah, yeah. that was that i like was... how i only remember the first part um well, <laughs> yeah i um i just graduated from college finally last may last august something last year last may last okay may. graduated last may and then moved to la in july so i was kind of waiting until i graduated to move here and i did so yeah so yeah so uh, how's it been going has uh, have you been having fun in the last five years there's a lot of ups and downs this industry. I don't think I a lot of people know about. Yeah. So the thing about my job is that the highs are real high and the lows are real. Tell low. me the best part. The best part is probably, um, man. There's been a few surreal things that have happened um, recently. Um, I got a very personal thank you from Peter Mayhew, Mayhew who played uh, Chewbacca. Star of Wars is Chewbacca. Yeah, Star Wars is Chewbacca. Something I did that I wasn't even a big deal to me, but it was like he was he came up to me and was like, "Thank you so much for doing that." Blah blah blah. So that's one of the surreal things. And um, I've worked with in the past. I'm, I'm pretty pretty good friends with some Power Rangers. And when I was that show started when I was about two or three, and I watched it with my mom growing up, and I wanted to be the Pink Ranger so bad. Um, and so getting to, so ultimately becoming friends with these people has been a, that's a surreal experience. Um, right. and so I remember one time I was out with Walter Jones and Steve Cardenas who were 
in Mighty Morphin. And my mom called me. I think we were at the airport. My mom called me and she heard Walter's voice and she goes, oh my gosh, is that Zach from the Power Rangers? And I was like, yeah, it <laughs> Your is. Your mom's a Power Rangers my fan? My mom, yeah. Oh yeah. She watched everything. You know, I was an only child for five years. So there was a good, it was very Laney centric in the house for a long time. So all that kind of stuff, you know, my mom. So that's, that's been the coolest thing is like sending my mom pictures and being, you know, cause she's like, she gets so excited. So uh, typical mom stuff. She's my biggest cheerleader. Um, so that's been cool. And getting to, to travel, I, I told my mom, I was like, I really want to travel. I haven't been anywhere um, when I was about 19. And, and she goes, well, you know, I'm sure you can make it happen. So I got my passport, which is really kind of difficult. There's a lot of process to that. I did it by myself. I figured it out, got it. And then... I, tell me about it. I had to drag one of our unnamed cast members from oh. Comic Book Men to the post office oh, and God. help him get a passport. Oh, wow. I bet I, I bet I know who that was. Yeah. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so six months after I got my passport, I took my first trip abroad to England um, for a convention. And then so far, all of my trips abroad have been on someone else's dime. And last year, I went to five different countries. So it's not a bad. It's not a bad existence. Not a bad perk. I'm super grateful. And I'm getting to take my dad to Germany in March. And I'm getting to take my roommate, who is a ridiculous, you know her. She's absolutely ridiculous, um, amazing publicist out here. I'm getting to take her to France. Um, and then I'm going to take my mom somewhere later this year and my sister. So that to me is the best part is that I get to um, get, I'm getting to share it with the people that I love. And so, and it's funny because people are always like, Oh, your friends are so hot. And I'm like, yeah, I guess but they're just, they're just my friends. They're just the people I work with. What so. are you talking about? You're the pretty boy actors that you were <laughs> from shows like bitten and the 100. <laughs> yeah. I work with a few of them. They're, they're, they're all like early twenties. Um, they're all jacked. They're <laughs> you know, actually, Richard Harmon is the only person on my roster that's my age or younger. He's three months younger than me. Everybody else is older than me by a few years. Yeah, he's a heartthrob, though. He's become a heartthrob. A when heartthrob. I first met him, he was just that weird-looking kid. Like that was He was always cast as like a weird-looking kid, and now he's he just got this part that completely well i can't talk about it okay but we're, we're in for some serious but yeah he's like he's got cast as a love interest for like a main character and i was like what? a lead a romantic a lead, lead. A romantic okay. yeah and i was like richard i go you know this means you're hot now and he was like god does it i was like yeah it does so sorry about it <laughs> yeah so what's the worst part ben the worst part is um, I, I don't know if people are aware of this uh, you get screwed a lot i get screwed in this i business a, meeting. well yeah um, there, there's a lot of there's a, the people who run these conventions. It's the Wild the, West. I call it the Wild West because there's there's no. It's an industry that became what it is now very quickly in the scheme of things. Um, it sprung up kind of fast. People are all everybody thinks they can do a convention. They go to one successful one and they think yeah. they can do one. Um, you know, we have contracts in place, but that doesn't always matter. They're not always honored. They're not always honored. No. Um, you know, there's um, there's a couple of actors that I've worked with that absolutely hate my guts. Um, because expectations were different than reality right. or whatever. And, um, you know, and that, that sucks. Like you don't want anyone to hate you. Um, and especially when you've worked so hard, I was at a show one time that didn't pay anybody except my people because I got clever and I figured out a way that they could pay me. Um, cause they wanted to write everybody checks and I, I don't take checks. Don't take the checks. Don't take the checks. The checks are checks. almost always bad. Don't take checks. Don't take checks. Like do not take checks. So I told them, I said, well, you can PayPal me cause then they could put it on credit sure. cards. I didn't care. So they did that. So they paid 
PayPal'd me. I got everybody's money. It was all good. Um, but while I'm fighting for that, you know, I told them, I was like, empty your wallets, give me whatever you have. And like, they did it. They were sitting there doing it. And, and while I'm fighting for that, this person who I no longer work with, who's really on, you know, just, we just not mesh personality wise, you know, I come out to give him his money and he's just berating me. And I'm about to hand him quite a large sum of money right. and it's really hard to do that when you're getting yelled at when you're getting yelled at for things beyond your control like i'm not just saying that there hasn't been times where i've done things where i was like well yeah okay rookie move you know there's things i've done that have been fucked up but with that kind of thing like he was just it was the convention was just a disaster from beginning to end and um you know ultimately we were like okay clearly we're not working for you but here's the name of some other people who might be better. And he has someone new and I think he's much happier and I'm so happy yeah. for him. But, um, but it is really hard. And also I always say, don't, you know, people say, don't meet your heroes. And I say, that's not the case. Meet your heroes, but meet your heroes in a controlled environment. Cause everybody's human. Everybody has a bad day, right? Control but environment such as a convention. convention exactly. Okay. Yeah. Control it. Yeah. Because I mean, you can approach, if you run into them and approach them on the street, you have no idea what has just occurred right before you talk to them. They could have gotten terrible news. Sure. They could just be in a crappy mood, whatever. But at a convention, if they're, if they're a jerk at a convention, that's probably who they are because they're sitting there. We've seen it. We've seen it. No, no names. No names, but no we've names. seen it. Right. So that's what I tell people. So that's what I, you know, so but behind the scenes, they may be great to you in person, but behind the scenes, they're ripping me a new one and I'm still working hard. I'm still trying to do my job. Right. Um, you know, so it's, 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 you take the good and the bad. Like it's, it's that kind of thing where I know things about people that I would never tell anyone, but it makes it difficult for me to enjoy them in this movie or enjoy that or whatever. So if I love TV, I absolutely love TV and there's a whole bunch of TV shows I can't I, watch. I could see that. <laughs> they, they, uh, the saying is uh, separate the art from the artist. Right. Exactly. It's not, it's not easy. It's not easy. And it's so funny too. Cause like on an, on another level I was watching the first person I ever work, worked with was Michael Rooker. Julia is the one who trained me to do this. And the first person I ever worked with was Michael and I didn't watch Walking Michael Dead. Rooker, Michael Rooker. Oh yeah. boy. Okay. Yeah, he was, yeah. So I got a crash course and, and uh, you survive him which, I, and I have multiple times. Yeah. I mean, well just, I just survived him a few weeks ago in Dallas when I ran into him. But, um, but yeah, he, uh, so I enjoyed hanging out with him. Super nice guy. He's, what you see is what you get. He's awesome. Um, but I hadn't watched Walking Dead. And so I tuned in. I was like, you know what? I'm going to check it out. And I happened to, spoiler alert, if anyone hasn't seen this, he becomes a zombie. I started bawling. Like, I was like crying. I was right. like, oh my God. This Based is on so who yeah, you knew I him just, as a person. Right. So I was like, okay, you're unhinged, but you don't need I to I think be he watching. was crying too. He constantly, he's right. always like, man, I don't get a paycheck from that anymore. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's fine. Um, um, but, uh, but yeah, so it does, it's a weird, it's a weird kind of thing that like makes it weirdly difficult to, to watch certain things. That's that's. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what you're expecting. I don't know. Uh, well, I didn't. I didn't know there were going to be tears involved. Right. Well, that's I mean, I'm a, I'm a crier sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I think you read a lot of stories now, seeing that the uh, there are too many conventions that there's like a bubble. Yeah. And it's about to burst. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? I think it's going to be the pendulum effect. I think it's going to eventually. I mean, yeah. I think it's the bubble's going to burst and it's going to swing back to where how it used to be. Um, where it's going to become, I don't think it's going to go ever back as far as it was, but I think it's going to become kind of where people are going back to supporting their small town local shows right. that are about community versus these big 
you know, con- huge shows that are about that are glitz and money. glamour. Yeah, that are about you, money. You can feel you can feel it you though. Can, walking yeah. in. Yeah, you what, can. What the atmosphere is going to be like and, at most times. Yeah, and ultimately, I'm a f- I'm a nerd. I'm a fan, and I've been been around this since I was 14. And there's there's nothing better. I love. I grew up in Texas, and I I've done a lot of conventions in Texas, and I love my Texas Con family, the volunteers and and stuff, and the staff at the local shows. I know these people. It's it's a real sense of community. And for someone who didn't have that growing up. I really like that. And so I like that when I see that, when I go to another convention and it's started by, you know, it's started by a family or it was started by a couple people right. and now it's going into something that's nice and sizable, but you can still tell that, that it's a, it's, it's a labor of love for everyone involved, for the volunteers, for the staff, for everybody. And you can just tell it's, it's a completely different environment than a sterile kind of like, this is a corporate thing. And you know, there's a place for both in the world, but my preference is definitely something like you're going to Pensacon next weekend, and that's one I am. of those. And you know? uh, yeah, that was a uh, that's one that's uh, very um, it's from the heart. Yeah, I it's feel from the I heart. haven't. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll let you know after I've been right. there. I've never been there, but I've heard only good stories about right, it. Right, exactly. Um, Comic Palooza, the one where we met. That's yeah. how I always feel there. Um, you know, I see a ton of people I know. It's always really nice. Yeah, um, I like getting treated like family. Yeah, exactly. It's a, it's it, that's what it is. It's like you get there and you know, it's like cheers, Norm. You know, everybody knows your name, Ming. Like everybody's, and not because you're a guest, but because it's a sense of community and family. And I think so. that's my favorite part. Yeah, like, everyone sitting here around me is. I have met from convention yeah. like they're like they're they're my homie now right yeah and it's a it's a whole another second family and I think as as humans we just kind of gravitate towards that sense of community and so it's it's cool to be able to build a community out of something you love something you know non-traditional so. yeah absolutely so I, I mean you see yourself doing this for a while or um you know I <laughs> it's, it's a weird it's a weird business it's a weird business um I think after a good show I'm like oh yeah I'll do this forever after a bad show I'm like I'm never gonna do this again right um I think it varies I have I'm 25 I have a lot of things that I do right. want to do um it's not a bad place to be though yeah it's all right it's all right I'm very happy I'm happy I'm very lucky and and very um grateful for for where i am and where i've been so you know definitely i've definitely got a while in me um i think a couple of my clients have things that are about to take off and you know one of my one of my clients um ricky whittle he always says we rise together he's like this is he's like you and i started you know started at the bottom and we rise oh together. cool so yeah so, there i mean yeah. there is some loyalty left in this there, world that no, you're telling totally me. yeah i mean i experienced that for sure um but you you get what you get what you yeah, get i mean there's a whole subculture of a uh, agents stealing other clients there is um, and I, yeah. I'm, I'm sure this happened to you and there's, there's, oh, just it has. A, yeah, there's a lot of drama going on it's insane yeah it's crazy and I try my hardest to avoid that just because there's something people will say like hashtag con life but this is my life right. so getting involved I try to avoid drama obviously wherever possible because it isn't just the thing I do on the weekends it's it's all encompassing in my life at the present time Right. Um, and yeah I've had clients who've been poached by other people and then they want to come back and I'm like it's okay that you wanted to leave but we've already you know we've parted ways or whatever and then sometimes you know there's just different reasons people go but um i feel like i feel like right now i do have a lot of people that i work with that are really loyal and then there's always gonna be people that aren't but you just kind of have to take it for what it is yeah i i, I wish people would just remember it's all about the fans man right and ultimately that's, what I, that's what I tell people that's what i tell people i'm like it's it's about the fans the fans have put you where you are because if if you you know if they didn't like you if they weren't supporting you you, you probably wouldn't get as much work as you do right okay yeah, exactly so this is your chance to give something back while getting something else and you know so for people who are like oh i couldn't you know this is weird i don't like this i'm like well try looking at it that way um you know you're they're 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 so happy to meet you so be just as happy to meet them so yeah you I, you 
you need a uh, I think you need a specific attitude and mindset I think even so too. to be yeah. on the other end of the table and yeah and that's exactly why that's another reason I've parted ways with certain people is like I like them as a person they're a great person but conventions aren't right for them and they don't fit in my business model is all about gratitude so if you don't feel that that's okay but then we probably shouldn't work together yeah, and then uh, there are people who go the extra mile, like uh, you know, yeah. say Katrina, the Katrina laws right, of the world, right? And the Ming Chins. <laughs> put, put, they put together. They put the other. They they uh, they go the extra mile to right. make just have a great time. Yeah, yeah. Like, those are the people you should be seeking out. Exactly. I had. If a, you see Katrina Law at a con. She's the to one to walk, go to. Run, just don't walk directly. Do not pass go. Go directly buy, to her booth. Like the three day VIP pass. Right. Just the Katrina Law experience. It re- yeah. It really is. It really is a huge. Yeah, I. It's I, perfect. I sometimes I doubt that. Sometimes I don't even think you need the caffeine. It uh, <laughs> just makes it even better. Yes, thank <laughs> you. Oh, great! This is gonna. All right, this is gonna. This is gonna be awesome. Well, thank you for giving us an inside look. Thanks uh, for the Down me. and dirty. I get plug plug away. Plug away. Plug away. Your the website, Twitter, um, Instagram. You can follow me on Instagram at Laney Lavens, Twitter at Laney Lavens, YouTube at Laney Lavens, Facebook at Laney Lavens. Fa- uh, company is IDDS Management, and that's which the handle. stands for. I don't do subtle. Love it. Thank you. Came up with that. Um, and you can uh, that handle is the same for everything. So just if Google us, our website's there. You can contact us if you have questions. Um, I do love twittering with people, and so Twitter tweet me. So. Awesome, All and right. we'll, we'll see you soon. And thank at a, you at a to my assistant Stephanie. I meant to mention her earlier. I couldn't do. She oh, shout outs. Yeah, shout no outs. shout outs on this. No shout outs. No, I'm kidding. Can I shout out to my mom? Because my if, mom's if, gonna listen. If, if you want to shout out your mom, do you want to shout out to my family? I, I the Laban's family, Mary, Daryl, um, Lily, and Trilby, and Trilby the cat. I shout you all out. So thank you very much, Thanks, my friend. Bye. <laughs> Sometimes I dream that he is me. You got to see that's how I dream to be I dream I move
Boom. Mm-hmm. 